All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode, a fun episode of M3E. I have a guest that you've heard on Talk at the Tavern. You might have heard of their show, Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracies. If you haven't, I highly suggest you go give them a five-star rating and review and go listen because they put out great content. I have with me tonight one of the three, sometimes four members of that show. Uh, my balls are hot, big country, is in the house with me tonight. How are you, my friend? Yeah, what's up, man? My balls are hot. That's correct. Yes. And the loser of the meme war. I valiantly signed my retreat. <laughs> I signed my surrender. I'll never wage war again. <laughs> I met him in a train car in the middle of France. I signed over my whole sovereignty to that topic at hand. Ghost, you are um, a champion in that realm. I just crossed the line. That's all I do. That's just, it, yeah. just go extreme right out the fucking gate we're going extreme but the, the meme that i sent yesterday i thought was pretty fitting and it was nice and it, it, it was, was calm it was calm i i reserved myself it, you did and i it, it was like uh you know because when you hit me up about being on the show i was like man what what do we need to talk about because i mean there's nothing like that's short of of being discussed currently right, right. You talk about anything and uh, you said some. Uh, you sent something about the moon originally. I was like, dude, let's fucking talk about that. The moon landing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I sent a, a meme of uh, one of the astronauts supposedly bouncing across the moon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that <laughs> happened. It's so stupid, dude. It is. Yeah. And I think uh, in the original email for for this link, I even put in their Zoom link. Uh, sent you, uh, something about moon landing sent you via via landline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah dude see so um why don't we jump into it man because like i'll start with this um like like a, a very small portion uh, of like a flat earth like topic and then going on to the moon right so um because i think it all kind of ties together and that's not to say like if you if you don't believe in flat earth and you do believe that the moon landing was fake like you're I mean, you're right there. You're you're in you're in the waiting line. Right. And and sometimes in the conspiracy world, you get vice versa. Right. Like there's I 100 percent believe in in uh, that the moon landing was fake, but I will not touch flat Earth. Right. Right. So it's it's neither here nor there, but it's an important it's an important uh, distinction to make. So. From, from flat Earth and then we'll get right to the moon. I always start looking at it from the appropriate axiom. And if for those listening, if you don't know what an axiom is, it's, it's a debate term. It means a universal truth, right? And when I say this, it won't make sense if you're not a flat earther, but that's okay. And we'll get right to the moon. But the universal truth is that according to all of my senses, the earth is flat and motionless, not moving throughout our space, right? That's ubiquitously true everywhere mm -hmm. all the time. That would right. There's no, yeah. There's nowhere that I can go on Earth to sense orbit or rotation, axial rotation. Right. So NASA, the same people that brought you the moon landing, are telling you um, that is correct. That is what you're sensing. But actually, we're spinning, shooting through outer space, chasing the sun, whatever the fuck. And it's also curving, right? So they're telling us exact opposite of what our senses are. Now, getting into the moon landing, 
honestly, at this point in, in my life with how much research we've done over various topics for years and then including leading up to that before I was even like a conspiracy theorist, um, knowing what I know all now, being an adult, like to believe that we landed on the moon in 1969, which is actually not even when they supposedly landed. Actually, they filmed it a year in advance. So that way that they can have everything uh, ready to go mm-hmm. for takeoff, so to speak, pun intended, um, is fucking dumb to believe that. I, it's just, it's literally ludicrous, especially considering there is not a technological advance advancement that we could mention today that has gone backwards. No, none. Zero. Now, most people don't know about this, about the moon landing, but they, according to to the the specs of the lunar lander, it had less RAM, right? It had less RAM than the Nintendo Game Boy that came out in 1985, I think it was. Something like that. It, no, and late, I think it was late 80s. Must have been late. It might have been late 80s, I know, because Sega came out in 89, uh, and then Nintendo was before that. And we're we're talking that had more RAM, yeah. Right, you know the green screen, the gray brick Game <laughs> yeah. Boy Nintendo, than the Lunar Lander. And I was watching this documentary about it. I don't know if anybody's familiar with uh, Bart Sabrell, but he is the one who directed a movie called "A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Moon." Um, and he exposed what happened on the Apollo Eleven mission when. They were in low Earth orbit. They could only see the Earth through a window on their shuttle. And this this footage that was sent to him, he was requesting all the records that NASA had of the moon landings, the moon missions, video, stuff like that. And one video got sent to him, and it wasn't supposed to be because mm. it was this footage. And they're manipulating the termination line right which the termination line is light and day on earth right right they were manipulating that by moving their hand in front of the camera and it creates this shadow on the porthole and there was someone on the radio talking to them telling them when to speak to create a radio delay and in the recording buzz aldrin was talking about uh i'm 130 some odd thousand miles up right now because they're going through their script, their whole role, right? Right. Because you can hear one of the radio guys say, um, like Mission Control will say something and there's a pause. And then you hear him say, talk. And then Buzz starts talking, right, to create that delay. Is that where they put in that that fake beep? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's what they were covering it with. Yep. Um, and he said, oh, I'm 138,000 miles away or so, something like that. Um. And then they landed on the moon the next day. Well, he was. They were like, "Well, if you're 138,000 miles away, right? That's only roughly a quarter, or I'm sorry, a third of the distance of to where they say the moon is. And the the moon, the trip to the moon, is supposed to take three days. Yeah, that's what we right? were taught. Right. So they were. Uh, they showed all this stuff in the video. So he made this documentary called "Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Moon." Um, and he went, he was the guy you might, you might've seen it. that would go up to all these astronauts. Like I put your hand on the Bible and swear you yeah. went to the moon. 
Yeah, he even right. punched, I believe. Yeah, he got punched, right? He got punched from, I want to say it was Buzz, because he called him a coward, and that was what set Buzz off. But then Buzz Aldrin um, goes on fucking Jimmy, uh, not Jimmy Fallon. Um, what's the guy that had yep. the man show? Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel, that fucking twat waffle. Uh, and goes, uh, Jimmy was like, yeah, I remember watching it as a kid on live screen. You guys land on the moon. And, he, and Buzz goes, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. What you saw was an act. And I was like, okay, you have the astronaut. Telling you the truth. Said, yeah, you didn't <laughs> see shit, dude. That was pre-recorded. Now, what's interesting is in that documentary, a funny thing happened on the way to the moon. They go over the space race at that time, right? The Soviet Union was the first to launch a satellite into outer space. The first, um, the first uh, animal, they launched the monkey, fucked that thing up, obviously. And then supposedly the first man. Um, and then the first, like, it was some type of space station, but it was similar to a, like a satellite. And when I say that, when I say outer space, they're the first ones to get to low Earth orbit. That's as far as we've ever gotten. Right. Um, For every, I think it was 200 hours that the Soviet Union spent in low Earth orbit, the United States has only spent 20. And on the first try, they, they make it not only past low Earth orbit, they make it through the Van Allen radiation belt. They did it in record time lands on the moon right and they're live streaming but except for most people don't know this it wasn't live streamed they said it was live streamed but it wasn't the tv stations at the time all of them were required to show this live but it wasn't a recording that was coming from nasa it was a video stream that was coming through and then they had to film the stream on another projector which had distorted the image even more. And so the news broadcasting companies were saying that like, this is why the quality is so poor is because it wasn't a live feed coming from anywhere. The feed was coming in and then we had to record the feed off a separate screen. So, and that would, uh, my belief is that they did that to distort the video footage as much as they could. Right. Right. Because if you look at the images, supposedly from the astronauts that took a camera on the shuttle with them. It's relatively high def and in color, right? All the, sh all the shots of them inside the shuttle is all in color, relatively high def mm -hmm. uh, for the time. And then every shot that comes from the moon is all fucking black and white. So did they leave that camera in the shuttle <laughs> or is everything just black and white on the moon? Um, and when they're there, all of these anomalies arise that just does not make sense. You have the flag waving. Yeah. Oh, my God. They brought three vehicles. I don't know where the fuck they put them. Did they ratchet strap it to the bottom? Did yeah, they? That, that little fucking thing that landed wasn't very big. Right. Right. Exactly. And it was made of tinfoil? Like aluminum tinfoil. And they're like, yeah, we did it because it's lighter. And safer. And I was like, okay, so when are we going back? Uh, we got to figure it out again. I don't know. Yeah, we lost right. technology. Yeah, we'll get to that later. But so they bring three vehicles with them. 
Okay. Don't know where we put them. Golf clubs, I guess, because they're going to play golf. Mm-hmm. That's what I, for sure, I would bring golf clubs. Yeah. Um, And then not the color camera. Take shots of the moon. Then more anomalies start arising. The photos come out. You have shadow lengths at not only different sizes, but different angles, which is impossible for that to happen if indeed the sun is illuminating the light side of the moon. Right. Now, the shadows that pop up are pitch black because it's opposite of the sun. It was behind some craters, behind not rocks, but behind some craters, right? Where the where the high part comes up. Just beyond that is a pitch black shadow. However, there's pictures of the supposed astronauts getting off the lander, and they're in dark, but you can still see them. So did the camera have a flash? Because if they're in the shadow from the sun and the only illumination is coming from the sun in the shadow, you shouldn't even be able to make them out. No, none. And, right. it, and who filmed the fir- first man coming down the ladder? Dude, that is my... F- so I think we need to actually... I want to put up like a GoFundMe for launching an investigation into NASA and why they haven't gone back to rescue the one that they left there. Because apparently they left an astronaut on the moon to film them getting out and then to film them taking off again. Yes. Now, some would say, oh, well, it was just a stationary camera. Okay. How did it get there? Yeah, exactly. I, <laughs> how did it get this? Everybody, oh, but they just put it there and they set record. Okay. Well, uh, no. Uh, I, I yeah. Don't buy it. I. I, I'm looking up the launch video here because you can share I, your screen if you need. Okay. To. Yeah. I was going to see if I could find the one um, because it's absolutely absurd that when you watch it, it looks, I mean, it looks par for the core at that time, you know, as far as like graphics and video editing, you know, right. Close to um, what, oh God, what lost in space. Right. You know, these these kind of corny looking things to us today because technology has gotten better. Shout out NASA. <laughs> um, but it just looked like the time and it just, God, it looks so fucking big. So let's see. I found it here. This hey, don't so... forget, we're going we're going back here real soon. Oh, yeah. I was going to I was going to share an article. Now, we, this is we can get to that later. <laughs> yeah, this is a two part thing. It'll I'll say it now, but we'll get to it later. So obviously, like I said, being a flat earther, I don't have to subscribe to this. But also, if you're just a moon lander denier, you also don't have to subscribe to this. But the people that believe that we went to the went to the moon and believe in the globe have to subscribe to this. And it's the fucking dumbest thing I've ever heard of <laughs> in my life. So anyways, let me screen share here. This is obviously from YouTube. Can you see that? Yes. yes All right, cool. So here we go. This is um, Apollo 11 taking off from the moon to go back uh, to Earth. I guess I think we left the landers there, like or the 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 rovers there. I, I, said, I would fuck assume. it. So I they said, could use them. Yeah, fuck it. We we took them all that way. Let's just leave them. We don't have room to take them back. By the way, those three rovers cost sixty million dollars each. Yeah. I can make one, I can make a rover cheaper. Yeah, they should have just contracted me out to save them some money. 
All right, here we go. Watch the glitter that pops out. It's my favorite. <laughs> like what the, the camera the camera pans perfectly up right yeah look at it go look at pitch it go. over oh yeah i bet you do have good thrust <laughs> oh my god oh let's uh, let's watch it again one more time one more time <laughs> That that was them foreshadowing the uh, LGBT. Uh, <laughs> so like, come on, God, come on, human adults. Yeah, what are we doing here? Oh shit! I never, I never actually paid attention to the to the glitter before. Like, I, it's like spirit fingers for the for the moon. Yeah, like what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, what's funny too, man, is. If you look at the astronauts um, from Apollo 11 and when they did their press conference, God, they look like I, I, I felt bad for them. Like when I started learning more about this, I really did feel bad for the guys. Um, I think because they actually thought they were going to the moon. Mm -hmm. Right. And um, when they found out that they're not going to the moon and they have to fake the, the whole thing. um. And they were probably threatened. Like it, it would not surprise me in the least. No, not at if, all. <laughs> if they were threatened, that you have to not only take this shit to your grave, um, but if you ever speak about it, like we're gonna fucking kill your whole family, dude. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, it already happened to an ass a couple of astronauts on Apollo One, right? Mm -hmm. You had uh, what's his name, Gus Grissom. He was the one that hung a lemon from the top of the uh, shuttle. And he was talking to reporters saying that, like, this is all shit. It's bullshit. The whole thing is. And I think it was like a day later after he had told his wife because um, Bart had interviewed his widow. Right. And she said that she was told by Gus, the astronaut that was blowing the whistle, that the day before the explosion of that shuttle, um, on a test, it didn't even leave the launch pad. It just blew the fuck up. Not like um, the Challenger disaster. That one was actually in the air that exploded. Which we they probably lived. Yeah, which we can probably get to because uh, I think it's relevant. But she told Bart that Gus had said that the CIA was at the base the whole day. And he was like, they never really show up for any reason. And he's like, but they were here all day. And the next day is when the shuttle fucking blows up and he dies. Now, is that the one? Maybe I'm thinking the Gemini. Was it Gemini that the caps, like before you even take off the, the whole capsule caught on fire from the inside? Was that a Gemini yeah, mission? I, I'm fairly certain that was Gemini. And I think they related that to they used Velcro all over in inside and Velcro in a hundred percent oxygen environment it becomes flammable, I guess, according to them. Well, I I don't know. I don't either. But they these are also the people that align with um, 
people are just randomly dying too. Mm-hmm. Like I saw a com- like I heard a commercial on the radio for life insurance and the skit was like my brother just died suddenly and he left his wife and kids without anything to support themselves. That's why I went out and got life insurance and I was like what do you mean died sudden? Like what the fuck do you are you talking about? Right. Right? They're normalizing this insanity. Same people. Same mm-hmm. people that were like Velcro blows up and shit. Yep. And everyone went, oh, see science. Uh, <laughs> I the same. It. I trust the science. Okay. I'm well vaccinated. I'm very learned in this subject. And um, boys can get boys can get pregnant. I'm sorry to say it, but it's. I don't know what the fuck we're doing. We're having a Just miscarriage. Adults living in a world where they believe we went to the moon in '69. And that that. That topic right there, just by saying that, is mild compared to the la-la land that adults believe we live in now. Yeah. Yeah. And back then, I think it was easier to manipulate people because there was not a readily available uh, port of access Mm -hmm. to alternative information. Um, I mean, fucking how many people did they kill to cover up Kennedy's assassination? Was it like 200? Yeah. Right. And then we were we were told our whole lives, nope, one shooter, magic bullet. Right. That's what happened. Um, and then it wasn't until 2017 when the files were finally released and then Trump released it and it said, Yeah, the CIA, the FBI, they all fucking killed him. Yep. Right now, are you gonna change history books? No. Right? I mean, they 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 willingly admit that the Gulf of Tonkin never happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And everyone's like, that's okay. Yeah. They wouldn't lie to me now. You right? safe. It's so, and so when I see the moon landing shit, I'm just like, how do you not know it? I'm not even saying you have to be into flat earth or anything like that, but like, how do you not see that and go fake? Yeah. Because like, you, you can watch shit on TV now and, and know that it's fake or real, which yeah. is done in way better quality than they they had and you look at their quality and you're just like you believe that yeah what the fuck is wrong with you yeah like so this picture is it sharing on screen there Uh uh-huh okay so these are the three astronauts from apollo 11 that landed on the moon right they look excited don't they don't they look like they've just done the greatest thing humans have ever done Mm -hmm. most of them became raging alcoholics afterwards I don't know psychologically uh, unless you were an absolute sociopath um, would uh, embrace being called a hero and a champion for humanity and getting all these awards and doing speeches about the greatest accomplishment of all kind. And you know, it's fucking not true. I think it would fuck you up like any normal person. Oh yeah. And I, I think it took a toll on these guys. And it's so funny because when when Buzz came out and said that, right, on um, Jimmy's show, everybody that, because there was, I remember reading articles about it, like fact-checking. Basically, everyone that summed it up was like saying that, oh, he's just an old senile man. Oh, right? yeah. obviously. And I, I, I don't, I don't get how people can see that and they go, oh shit! He said that we didn't go, and then the official narrative is, oh, he's just a crazy person. 
and they go, oh, okay. Well, it's kind of like what they do with Biden now. Yeah. It's, that's just Joe. He, he, he just needs a little help. It's just Joe. He needs help, guys. But uh, so earlier I had mentioned, right? Before you, before we go oh, on to that. Yeah, yeah. On that picture. Yeah. My, this is where, and I don't even know if it plays into anything. I just see things. Do you think there's anything behind the coloring uh, or the colors of the suits that they're wearing? You have one guy in light blue, the middle guy's in black, and then the end guy's in brown. Uh, possibly, man. I mean, I don't know what it could mean, but my, that, you know what I mean? I do that with like, when I see colors or certain numbers pop up or whatever, like I'll try and add them up just to see what they might add up to it, A lot of times it's nothing, but that's just how my mind works. So like, yeah. Could they have been trying to send a message or. Oh, you, dude, I'll, think- I'll wrap it up right here for you, dude. I'll wrap it up right here for you. That's a great comment. Maybe this is just the marijuana talking, but marijuana, marijuana, blue suit, waters above, uh-huh. gray suit, firmament, brown suit, earth. Mm. Boom. That's pure speculation based on absolutely nothing. But there it is, folks. Yeah. See. See, the whole ties in. Um, and like I said, it, that that's just where my head goes, and that's why I bounce it off other people when when you know I do it. See, I, I do it a I lot with Ryan. A, but uh, let me stop sharing that. I think there was a. Um, I mean, in my belief, uh, all of these so-called astronauts uh, are either Masons. If they're women, I think there's another one that because I don't think women can be Masons, but there's something uh, like equivalent to. Yeah. The Masonic Order for Women. What it is, and it's like the something of the Eastern Star or something, some shit like that, right? Um, but Buzz has been on uh, numerous magazine covers, um, and doing and why, photo shoots for whatever. And why him? Is it just because he's the one that's still alive? But you'd think Neil Armstrong would have been the one blasted everywhere. Yeah. I um, it's hard to say, man, because one of them never gave an an interview ever. Okay, and I forget who it was. Um, and maybe it had something to do with the fact that he was like, "Dude, I'm gonna fucking crack." So how about I just don't talk about it ever? Um, Neil A. This, backwards is alien. Oh damn it! Like, look at this shit, bro. Yeah. That's three sixes over one eye, one eye showing. Uh, I mean, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Tell me you're not in a secret society without telling me you're not in a secret society. Right. Get your ass to Mars. So look. So this is a, the photo that I was talking about, right? Oh, okay. Now, if they're in low Earth orbit at this point, let me see if I can make it. Oh shit! I can't make it bigger. It's all right. Um, if they're in low Earth orbit at this point, right, which is as high as we can go, as far as we know, mm-hmm. um, if that's the Earth behind them, it looks pretty flat to me. Sure does. Sure does. Now, I I kind of wonder, man, because I wonder if they knew. 
about uh, the supposed firmament before they went to the moon. And that would have been from Project um, Dominic of Operation High Jump. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with that one. I know High Jump, but not Dominic. Okay. So let me let me pull it up just so everyone... I don't know. Do you do video on yours, by the way? Uh, I, I release them on uh, the Patreon. Oh, okay, okay. So this is Operation Dominic, and under Operation Dominic, there was um, Project Fishbowl. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. So, so Operation Dominic here is a series of 31 nuclear test explosions at uh, 38.1 MT total yield conducted in 1962 by the United States and the Pacific's response. Blah, 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 blah. They were shooting nukes. I don't believe in nukes, but they were shooting missiles up and detonating them at high elevations, which also, if you're a logical thinking person and you, and you, let's just say you do believe in nukes. We've literally nuked ourselves like I don't fucking know how many times, mm -hmm. right? Like all the tests in Las Vegas, all the nukes that were drunk, that were sent up uh, during all this that time. radiation should have fell back down. Right. Yeah. So it's like. Just saying. Like, which is why I don't believe in nukes, especially when they talk about like, but what if Russia gets nukes? I'm like, well, we've nuked ourselves about a thousand times and nothing happened if they're real. Right. So I wouldn't worry about it anyways. But so Operation Dominic was them detonating these missiles at high altitudes. And um, if I look up Project Fishbowl, it will be under that umbrella. But Project Dominic has a very unique meaning, biblical terms. Ooh. So biblically, Dominic means of the Lord. Okay, I never knew so that. If, yeah, so if you read Fishbowl of the Lord is essentially what that operation was called. Now, okay. This was in 62. I think they started in 59. So I, I know this is on a different topic, but I don't know if you've ever heard the Christmas song, uh, Dominic the Italian Donkey. Dominic the Donkey. Uh, I think it sounds familiar. He climbed up some mountain and what have you, but mm -hmm. they always do the, e -aw, e -aw. so the Donkey of God mm -hmm. makes kind of sense now. All right. Right. Yeah. So that's a little, a little tidbit there. Yeah. Now, Operation Fishbowl is the same. It's basically the same thing, but it's high altitude test. Um, conducted as part of Operation Dominic was a series of high altitude tests known as Operation Fishbowl. So you have Operation Dominic, Project Fishbowl, or Operation Fishbowl, Fishbowl of the Lord, where they're trying, I believe the theory goes, I think the theory is correct. They were trying to get through the firmament or see how high it was. Mm. Now, they knew that before they were trying to get to the moon. And during the height of the Cold War, the Soviets had been in space for 200 hours for every 20 hours or something like that. The United States had been up there. And we were getting made, like we were being made look fucking stupid, right, by the Red Army. So we had to come up with a way. How can we not only catch up to them, which there's no way to catch up like as far as statistic is concerned as much testing that the Soviets had already done. Can I interrupt you real quick before I yeah. lose this train of thought? Yeah. When you, when they did these high altitude testings, okay. Mm -hmm. What normally goes right over people's heads and it did for me <laughs> while, okay. <laughs> 
Those are no. Apparently, there's no pictures of it. By the way, none. There's uh, oh, If you do that, that is what is called an EMP. It's an electromagnetic pulse. Yes. When you detonate a quote-unquote nuke at high altitude, that's your EMP that's supposed to knock out all the fucking electrical grid. You know, you got to have your Faraday cages and this and that. Uh, how come it didn't do any of that then? Doesn't work like that, Ghost. Yeah. Geez. You ever seen that video of oop, cracking a cold one? Of um the like the house and the tree that's like blown away by the nuke, right? It's like hey, a hey, black hey, and white yeah. video, right? It's pretty famous. Everyone sees oh, it yeah. and they're like, This is the devastation of a nuclear blast. And my first question is, how fucking far away was that camera? Because that bitch didn't move at all. Exactly. And the last I checked back then, you didn't have the technology to film that far away. Right, exactly. Or even today, I don't think we have. I, I mean, like, if you're talking about, like, just the a camera that the regular old Joe Schmo could go buy, like, the best one right now is a Nikon P1000, which has a sick zoom on it, which also plays into Flat Earth when they're like, boats go over the horizon, and then you pull it back in, and they're like, fuck, refraction, I think? Okay, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> um if, if the earth is fucking round, explain fucking lighthouses. There, There's your basic fucking piece of evidence. A lighthouse. Yeah. You're supposed to see these from way out afar. Uh, well, you got to come up over the curve. Get the fuck. <laughs> yeah. The, well, you know what? You know what's so funny? Because we obviously do the Flat Earth Fridays. The, the common scientific response to that is light bends perfectly over the curve. Oh. Which is why you'll see it because gravity uh, refracts light. Can you say that one more time? Uh sure. So what they say is that light bends perfectly with the curve of the Earth, right? Basically matching the radius, which is why you'll see it beyond a distance, even though it's blocked physically by the curve, because gravity bends light. What? it's what i thought yeah you made you made perfect sense with that i did not know gravity had an effect on light well the crazy thing is is that it doesn't i know i don't even know if gravity even fucking exists i I think it's more magnetism i yeah man that's that's an interesting uh discussion that's being had i don't know if you've ever heard of someone named ryan witsit he does a show called witsit gets it and he's the biggest thing he does is debate okay. and he goes on a show called modern day debate all the time. And he debates globe globe people. Um, and every single one of his debates that I've watched and he does YouTube channels and stuff like he obliterates them. Nice. Based with their own, like with their own, they're like, can you sign a paper? And he goes, yeah, here's one for Harvard. Here's one from Yale. Here's one from Oxford. Well, like which one do you want? So, but watching those is that, he discusses the fact that everything on earth from the atomic level all the way down to whatever, I don't know what the fuck, um, is intrinsically electrostatic. Everything is. And for every hundred meters you go up, the there's a hundred thousand or a hundred volt increase of potential. Hmm. And the only way scientifically we know that that can happen is to have a Gaussian surface below and above which is why the charges can go back and forth. 
Which would explain um, lightning. Right, because lightning... Uh, so if anybody doesn't know this, if lightning hits the ground, that means it came from the ground. Mm -hmm. If it if it dances across the sky, obviously it's it's from different um uh different polarities in the sky itself right um but electromagnetism is 10 to the 36th power stronger than gravity even claims to be mm -hmm. so when you look at it from like a scientific perspective and science just tells us cause and effect right when you look at it from the scientific perspective using the scientific method they're saying that we're testing this thing, right? Our hypothesis is gravity pulls things down. Now you have the independent variable and the dependent variable. I'm getting super nerdy right now. Hopefully that's okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So for example, scientific method goes like this. Observe a natural phenomenon. Okay. Apple falls down to the ground. Okay. Formulate a hypothesis. Gravity is pulling it down. Uh, the dependent variable is things fall down independent variable is something that has to be is it that is a variable that has to be manipulated to show the change in the cause and the effect right mm -hmm. now once you do that test you look at the results and say did it su support my hypothesis or did it not if it doesn't bad hypothesis science um will never ever do that ever do that because when um, the Cavan, or I'm sorry, not the Cavendish experiment, that's the one that they claim that mass attracts mass, which there is not a single example on earth that you could give that we will naturally observe with our eyes of mass attracting mass. It, yeah, it does not happen. It's mm -mm. no, there's, there's no example of it on earth. My big black robot cock and my phone are not attracted to each other. Nope. It's just weird. They're transsexual or something. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was the Michelson-Morley experiment. The Michelson-Morley experiment. I know we're kind of getting off the moon here, but. No, I'm, I told you, come blow my mind. Okay, <laughs> get ready. The Michelson-Morley Michelson -Morley experiment is considered the greatest failure of the scientific community ever. What they did was they attempted to prove the orbit of the earth around the sun. What they did was they had uh, two mirrors set up on opposite uh, um, sides and they shot a light, a beam of light with the rotation of the earth and one opposite. Now, if the earth is orbiting the sun, we're not talking about axial rotation, just orbit. Mm -hmm. There should be a delay in the intersecting lights. They should not cross at the same time. Because one's traveling faster with the spin of the Earth versus versus the other one. Right. They intersected exactly each and every single time. So <laughs> then they said, fuck, what do we do to fix this? That's where special relativity comes in. Relativity said that actually what's taking place is because gravity is not a force. It acts like a force but it's not a force. They redefine gravity because it's not clinically defined as a force anymore. They say it acts like a force, but it's not a force. It's the bending of space and time. Well, time is not a linear moving object. It's, it's a, time is a social construct. Right. Right. 
whenever whenever somebody says like explain time zones if the earth is flat i'm like you know it's only two o'clock somewhere else because we say it is yeah the sun's still fucking moving it could be you could say it's 46 o'clock if that was the fucking time that we decided that it was exactly so it's like talking about the value of money it's fucking stupid um but they said that the bending of space and time is why it appears that the that the lights are contracting or that the lights are intersecting because the bending of the apparatus or the bending of time, time is contracted and the aperture that you're using to measure is contracted. So you will never observe with any experiment from Earth orbital rotation around the sun because we're bending through space-time Physically, I am contracting. Like they're saying physical matter is contracting and expanding and bending. Although we know from science, empirically we know, that matter physically cannot contract. Like I'm not getting smaller as the earth orbits the sun and then widening as I get further away because the, the space is bending at a different... Fuck it, like... What? Yeah, it just it's it's so stupid. But what I was getting with this was that's a scientific method. That's what they said. They didn't get rid of the hypothesis. Right. Because the scientific method says it doesn't match. You got to get fucking rid of it. They said, no, we're going to keep it. How do we make it make sense now? Because we tested it. Empirically, it showed that it wasn't true. Now we have to come up with something to fix it. And so. Um, with science. They come up with these ludicrous answers to like empirically sound questions that following the scientific method, it says that, no, the hypothesis is wrong. Now, with the moon landing, they're telling you the exact same thing. And they're boldface lying to you when you ask, okay, where's the telemetry data? Why haven't we been back? By the way, we're supposed to go back this year. Mm -hmm. I bet anything we will not go back. Well, Something no, will happen. We're not going to land. We're just going to float by it. Oh, well, see, then... With our, it, our, our in diversity higher astronauts? I'm glad you brought that up, because <laughs> if we're just going to float by it, then how does this happen? Again, this is what I said earlier about flat Earth and or, uh, moon landing. You guys have to subscribe to this. I don't. You have to believe in this. Here it is right here. Texas company signs contract with NASA to build homes on the moon. Yeah. we. How? With what material? Look, dude, well, let's go through this um, article because it's the funniest fucking thing ever. Right? Austin-based home building. Of course, it's Austin, Texas. All the, Yeah, all the liberals are going to go up there and build <laughs> something. Yeah, okay. They fucking would bleed if they saw like a hammer. Oh my God. They signed a $57 million contract with NASA because you construct buildings on the moon. Okay. On Tuesday, a 3D home builder icon announced they had signed a contract with NASA to build homes uh, on the moon. According to WFAA, a contract was awarded to the company under NASA's phase three small business innovation research programs. So they were awarded a contract of $57 million and it's a 3D home builder. Like, what does that tell you about video editing? Like, why wouldn't you actually hire a fucking contractor? 
Right. Like we just we just three D three D uh build them. That's it. Like they could show this and do like a whole live stream and show you construction of what's taking place and astronauts fucking jumping around, chasing a wrench that they've dropped and now it's floating off in outer space. And they'll be like, Oh yeah, for sure there's homes up there now. Mm-hmm. Right? So they signed this contract. <laughs> they signed this contract, right? It says here I'm doing my best at holding back my laughter, by the way. <laughs> just to let you know. It's hard. I so we talked about this on an episode and I was like, do you think we'll ever see like Zillow listings for fucking moon homes? <laughs> like, what do you think the starting price is for a like do they have acreage on the moon? Like, can I walk my dog? You can hop your dog. Well, he has to be in a suit too, or she has to be in a suit, I guess. So yeah, you'd both be hopping. You have to teach your dog how to hop. Dude, and I, I kind of wish, like, I wish Xenon was real, you know? Mm-hmm. Cetus I'm up on the space station. They got Protozoa playing some rock music for me. Zoom, 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 right? Fucking, <laughs> that's great. Eating fucking food out of a tube, shitting in a diaper all day. That sounds fantastic. That sounds fucking amazing. Dude, dude, that's what my two-year-old does every day. I cannot wait for someone to wipe my ass because if they don't wipe it fast enough and it sticks in there, it's going to get fucking chafy and infected and itchy and all that other stuff. Yeah. Check this out, dude. This is my favorite paragraph, and it's a quote. (laughs) Icon's Olympus system is intended to be a multi-purpose construction system, primarily, primarily using local lunar and Martian resources as building material. (laughs) There it is. As building materials to further the efforts of NASA, as well as commercial organizations to establish a sustained lunar presence. What the fuck? What the fuck? Martian. Now we're we're going to Mars to bring material from Mars over the moon. They've got better concrete mix. Everyone knows it. Oh, yeah, that red dirt. That red dirt. (laughs) What do you mean local lunar and Martian resources? Again, you believe in the moon landing. You have to believe that. I don't. Because the last I checked, we were taught that it's just rock and dust on the moon. So what fucking resources... There's no, there's no way to make metal. There's no wood. There's no anything that you would build. Yeah. Anything. How many Mexicans do you think that they're going to get up there to do drywall? Zero. Mm-hmm. Not to mention the mutters, the tapers. How are you going to paint? You going to paint it? What about shingles? Shingles? Not just the virus, but the fucking ones on the roof. Of course, they probably won't need shingles like we use here on earth because it doesn't rain up there, but that you would need something in a form of a roof. Yeah. Yeah. Not to mention, uh, by the way, here's something fascinating to me. Um, so there's something in outer space. Uh, I think they're called mini asteroids. Okay. Uh, I think that's what they're called. Uh, well, now let's see. Mini asteroid. And... Remember the one that took out all the dinosaurs and then the one that landed out in, was it Nevada or Arizona, the, the crater? But yet, none's ever landed in, in our time. 
ever? No. Or our parents or our grandparents or great great grandparents or uh yeah, it's because they don't uh hit the earth, but probably because they can't fall in. Here well, here's another interesting thing that you have like the globe belief, the the land moon landing, I in my opinion they're synonymous, but uh, you have to ask yourself this question since you brought up meteors. Like if the earth is a ball spinning, wobbling, doing all this shit, right? How come we never see like meteorites or suppose like like shooting stars whatever they never come up from the horizon or go like straight over top ahead and down nope it's left and right always right always. anyways you um i'm trying to think usually the ones that i've ever seen were always shooting to the left yeah mm-hmm. it just depends on where you live mm-hmm it just depends on where you live. So this is this is what it's called here, uh, a micrometeoroid. Oh, right. So uh, apparently, the term micrometeoroid was officially uh, d- deprecated by the IAU in 2017. It's a tiny meteorite, a small particle of rock in space, usually usually weighing less than a gram. So it's like a piece of sand, essentially. Uh, very small pieces of rock or metal broken. Where the fuck did the metal come from? Broken off from larger chunks of rock and debris, often dating back to the birth of the solar system. Oh, okay, so a billion years ago, whatever it is. Micrometeorites are extremely common in space. Tiny particles are major contributors to space weathering processes. When they hit the surface of the moon or any airless body, Mercury, the asteroids, etc., the resulting melting and vaporizing causes darkening and other optical changes... Uh, and the regolith. Um, micrometeorites have less stable orbits than meteorites due to their greater surface area and mass to ratio. Uh, apparently, they travel at a velocity of... Demonstrate the bulk of the capacity. Let's see, the Whipple... The collaboration of the Flechter, Watson, and Harvard Observatory led, into, led an effort to build an observatory directly measure the velocity of the meteors that can be seen. At the time, the source of the micrometeorites was not known. Direct measurements of the new observatory was located source meteorites. They have a <coughs> they have a a measurement. Um <laughs> twenty two thousand five hundred miles per hour. That's fast. So what happens when one of those spits hits my fucking space window in my house? Yeah. Do I just automatically die? Well, no, the, you have Martian um, resources. So ah, it, that's it, right. It, it won't penetrate. That's right. Uh, this is a... Uh, this... <laughs> that's a 308, dude. That's not a fucking... That's a 308 that went through a sheet piece of sheet metal. And they zoomed in and were like, yep, that's yeah. what a micrometeorite does. Oh, wow. Yeah. So so now what happened? What happened? I mean, so many questions start happening, right? When you you start looking at this is again, this is their shit. This is not our like we're not coming. I didn't create micromedia, right? No. Right. What happened on the moon when they were up there and they were get getting pelted with micrometeorites that supposedly travel at such a speed that when it hits the surface of the moon, it causes visual anomalies when they were fucking hitting the astronauts. Oh, they also have fucking pinholes. Well, 
if, if you want to take that a step further, if they're constantly being pelted, we shouldn't have a moon anymore. Ooh, that's not how that works, Ghost, science denier. Uh, sorry. Uh, how about this one? Um, the footprint on the moon, right? Yeah. Okay. Clearly, there's tread marks uh, from the moon boot. Right. Let's see. I'll go back to screen share just so everybody can see this here. Um, uh, this is against, uh, you know, people have probably seen this, right? Mm -hmm. These are NASA photos. These are not, right? Boop, boop, boop. Okay. Now let's look at uh, the astronaut's boot from Apollo 11. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Where, where's the treads? Where are the treads? It's looking pretty smooth to me. Homie's got a zipper in space. Yep. Which is not airtight, by the way. No. Zippers are not air. Even the Velcro, not airtight, dude. No, nothing. <laughs> Fucking not air. That dude's <laughs> dick's getting sucked up into space. Oh, my God. I have the space... Equivalent of the Swedish penis and larger. Yeah. Dude, what if what if that's what if that's the thing? They were just a bunch of filthy McNasties and they were getting sucked off in space. Huh. They just unzipped it and it was just pulling up their dick at a tremendous rate and getting pelted with like micrometeorites. To quote a very famous movie, um, Team America. Now suck my cock. <laughs> suck my cock, Gary. Uh here's my favorite. This is my absolute favorite part of the moon landing, right? The president at the time, Nixon. Now, before that, Kennedy. And before that, um, fuck, who was the president before Kennedy? Eisenhower? Uh, no, Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah, Lee Harvey Oswald. Lee Harvey Oswald, he was the president. Yeah. Well, who was it? Lee who? I, I I honestly who well I'd have to Google it. Damn, I I'm drawing a blank. I can't think of yeah, it's really bad. But if if Tank was here, he'd be like there it is. Do the I gotta look it up. So I wanted to pull this video up here. So stupid. I go back to the moon on nano second. I go back to the moon in a nanosecond. Um, anyways, Kennedy said in a speech, president before him, we choose to go to the moon, right? In the yeah. next decade. <laughs> decade. Okay. So Nixon gets in there. We land on the moon. First try. Damn. That was tight. Uh, and in 1969, Nixon, from the Oval Office, Picks up a goddamn telephone. Uh-huh. A fucking with, landline. With a picture of the moon in the background. Yeah. So that's how you know it's real. Yeah. And calls the motherfucking moon. The farthest the moon is, according to NASA, in its orbit is 238,000 miles away. 1969, landline. Calls the fucking moon. Uh-huh. Right? Who had... The, now, the lander 
He's not calling Mission Control and Mission Control's, Control's patching him through. This motherfucker's calling the moon. With less RAM than a Nintendo Game Boy. It had less RAM than the fucking Atari. It's picking up a signal, depending on where the moon is. Let's just say it's the furthest away it is, to give me more credit. 238,000 miles away, with no delay, live on TV, talking to the fucking president of the United States. Yeah. Now, Don Pettis... I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, yet it's 2023... I can't make a fucking phone call out of my house unless I'm hooked up to my Wi-Fi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, Don Pettit, I don't know if you're familiar with Don Pettit. Name sounds um, familiar. He's a NASA astronaut. Um, but uh, let's hear what he has to say about uh, going back to the moon. Oh, yeah, I've seen this guy. Yeah, yeah I'd go back in a nanosecond. <laughs> fucking nerd. Here we go. You didn't share your sound. Oh shoot! I'm sorry. How do I oh, how do I do that? All right. Okay, Ryan. Uh, back out <laughs> of this. <laughs> okay, back out of this. Share. Yep. Okay. Hit share screen. Okay. Make sure you have your screen selected, and then the bottom left hand corner. Oh, share sound. Share sound. God damn it, Zoom, you fucking bastard. Yeah. All right. Start that over. Here we go. Don, look at his fucking tie of the constellations. <laughs> God, could you be any more of a dork? <laughs> God damn it! He'd probably wax off to like. Animation. You can't. They had to take the top of my head off a couple times. <laughs> See if I had a brain. Uh, no, it's it's not there. No. So, look at my play history. It's just a bunch of rap videos and Genesis. Nice. Anyways, uh, here we go. Don Pettit, as an astronaut. I'd go to the moon in a nanosecond. Uh, the problem is we don't have the technology to do that anymore. We used to, but we uh, destroyed that technology, and uh, it's a painful process to build it back again. But going to Mars... Oh. Check out that graphic. By the way, for anybody that believes in this, that's not a photograph. Why can't you just show a photograph of Mars with a fucking spaceship? Right, and why UFO above it? Mars have three A's in it? Two are lowercase. Mars... I think the guy that made the video put that in, he's making fun of him. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Here we go. There you go. Should be uh, one of the next series of steps that humans do. The first step should be going back to the moon for a number of technical uh, reasons and exploration reasons. And then after that, Mars, maybe cartoon, uh, high dude. orbit in uh, Venus atmosphere, maybe going to Europa. There's all kinds of... Uh, targets to targets. go to places of interest in our solar system the the only limit to human future is in our own imagination <laughs> that fucking robot to just malfunctioned the only limit to human future is in our own imagination <laughs> to human future <laughs> to human future to human future <laughs> to human future dude you gotta make that do you speak it? <laughs> what ain't no country I ever heard of? Oh fuck! Did you ever watch the Boondocks? Oh yeah. Oh dude, their their skit on that was fucking fantastic. Wait, wait, with... the Boondock Saints? No, the Boondocks, the cartoon. Oh no, no, no! I never did. You've never seen that show? Mm -mm. Oh my! It's a gem. It is a gem. 
I'll have to check that out. Yeah, that show is fantastic. So why we're on that topic real quick, yeah. I mm-hmm. had to force myself, okay? I came across a movie on Tubi, Apollo 18. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't, I don't buy this shit. I, eh. I watched it. They brought in some fucking alien technology shit. And mm. like the rocks were actually like fucking alien and what have you. And oh. it was pretty, it was, it was decent. And the Russians were already there and, and, and what have you. And yeah, it, it was cool. But like I said, I had to force myself to watch it. Cause I was like, I don't even fucking believe we went there. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah, you know, but I also watched transformers and they, they were on the moon. So <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen, I don't know if you've ever seen this photograph. But let me, I'll zoom it in and then I'll whoa, screen share. Um, here's another thing on the moon. Again, this is on the moon. Official NASA fucking photographs. Why, why is there a C on there? Oh, because that's where they, they needed to know to put that prop. Oh. That C rock. What's the line... So the cross, the crosshair is the type of photo, uh, photography that they use at the time. Right, it burns crosshairs into the image, so it's overlaid on the image. Right. Well, what's interesting about that is there's another photograph that they show to where the so those the the crosshairs are burned into the image on top of the image. It's like an aftermath. Right. right. It's an after effect. So there's an image on the moon where the crosshair is behind, partially behind the lander, which means that the lander was superimposed on top of it, and they couldn't lift it after because it was an it was like an afterthought. And since then, on the official NASA archive, they've they've edited that sea rock photograph. They airbrushed over it, or they photoshopped it out, or whatever they did. But on the surface of the moon. There is not one single photograph of any of the astronauts' faces. Right? They're all either they're all either mirrored or they're showing a reflection of what's behind them or whatever. You can't see any of their faces. Now, if you watch the interviews with the astronauts, they were asked, what did the stars look like? Right? What did the stars look like up there? And their response was couldn't see the stars right now it's it is partially true to an extent that depending on the aperture what kind of lens you have and you go up you're not going to see the stars like there's been high altitude balloons of like 120,000 feet it goes up shows a flat horizon but you can't see the stars and that's just because that aperture is not appropriate for that right they very easily could have turned a camera with the appropriate aperture to take aperture to take a picture from their perspective of the stars. They obviously didn't do that. But when they were asked about it, they said, no, no, we never saw any stars. One of the astronauts goes on to write a book years later, who was the one that responded to the question in the initial interview about what did the stars look like? And he's like, uh, yeah, I don't recall ever seeing the stars. Uh, they weren't visible really from where we were. Plus we were, you know, kind of doing our own thing. And then he writes a book years later and says, oh, the stars were magnificent. They were gorgeous. So beautiful. (laughs) Jaw-dropping, outstanding. Apparently, he remembers now. Oh, shit, I fucking do remember that shit. That was tight. Yeah. And that was in 69, right? We have not been back since. We cannot go back ever. Mm -mm. I don't think we can go. 
I, I don't even know if the moon is terra firma. Like I, I physically, I don't know what the fuck it is. The moon is crazy. You talk about the fact that we only see one side of the moon ever. Always. Yeah. That that's always baffled me. Yeah. Oh, this is, this is so funny too. Cause again, this is what science says. We do see the dark side of the moon. That is during the new moon when we can't see the moon. Oh, oh, that's new to me. I never heard that one. So for 28 and a half, sometimes 30 days, we see the one, like the one face of the moon. And then when we can't see the moon during a new moon, it goes like that. Yeah. So, Uh, oh, look at me. I do magic trick. I I do magic trick. Well, yeah, you know, you can't see it, but I'm wearing my Apollo moon landing photo or shirt. See, does it show it? Kind of. It tries. It tries to blur it out and it touches it every now and then. Let me just take the blur of my background off so you guys can see it. Nice. Six, six. (laughs) It's like, it's a scene six, shot six, take six. Nice. Yeah. uh, Seven, 13, 69. Right. Um, a, A matter of fact, let's look at one more photograph here. My homie sent me this. Uh, just the other day and it was uh and and he's kind of not he's not necessarily new to conspiracies he, does, he actually does his own show um but he's kind of new to like flat earth and then and then he's looking at the moon landing and he goes like he's like fucking wait a minute dude um but he sent me a photograph of a comparison of the moon from outer space like when they were on or a, a photograph from the moon of the earth when they were on the moon mm-hmm and it's um it shows like a size comparison and it's like not even fucking close to which it doesn't make sense and by the way for those of you that don't know this the largest visible crater on the moon with the with the naked eye which uh it it, it depends right because sometimes the moon's way closer yeah and then sometimes it's kind of far away depending on the time of the day or the month or the season um but is called Tycho. It's the biggest crater. If if I were to pull up a picture, uh, a matter of fact, let me do that. I'll um, I'll, I'll pull up a picture of of Tycho just so kind of everybody knows what we're talking about here. Um, is it's said to be fifty miles wide, right? And we can see it now. The Tycho crater is depending on what part of the Earth you're in is either on the top or on the bottom. So if I share this here, see a picture of what I'm talking about. That's Tycho. That like the little asshole on mm-hmm. the bottom of the moon or top of the moon, right? Okay, that's said to be 50 miles wide. They are trying to tell you that you can see a crater 50 miles wide that's 238,000 miles away. With your naked eye. With your naked eye. That's humanly impossible. An airplane that's the size of a football field at 30,000 feet is a fucking speck. Mm -hmm. Go higher than that. Uh, It also has to do with the inverse square law of light. So like the distance of light, when you you get a certain amount away, like you have to double, like every, every, every distance it gets, you double it. And you cut it in half or some shit like that, but light diminishes the further it is away. So the light from the moon, if it is being reflected from the sun, like we shouldn't even be able to see it at all because no. it's so far away. But here is the photograph that my buddy sent me. 
Okay, so here's a comparison, right? Earth is said to be 12,741 kilometers wide or 7,917 miles. It, that's the, actually the radius, but um, the moon, 2,159 uh, 2, miles wide. On the bottom left, that's the moon from the Earth. Sometimes it's fucking massive. Okay, like so the moon is the size of basically middle of Pennsylvania to maybe the border of Idaho wide. That's, that's not very big. No, not very big at all. And at that distance, suppose at that supposed distance, it's even fucking smaller. But 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 fate would have it that the reason that the moon can eclipse the sun, even though the sun is forty times the size of the earth. Is it because it has a heart? A big one. And it's and a it's full eclipse. It's it's and it's forty times the distance. Oh, would you look at that? They appear to be the same size in the sky. But anyways, the bottom left photograph is the moon from the earth. Right. It looks massive. Mm -hmm. Now the picture from Apollo 17, Earth from the moon. What is that? It's like a nip slip. Yeah, it, barely a nip. Yeah. It's like a side boob profile. Yeah. Or or even like maybe even half a nipple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, that's what they have to believe. Not us, but... Yeah. That's what you're signed up for. That, that, and that's the fucking thing that pisses me off the most is people don't even realize the indoctrination that they've been put through. And then when you point it out, and we talked about this a little off the air before we started recording, mm -hmm. point it out, and they think you're crazy. However, they think you're crazy because you're going to, if you sign up and start believing in some of this stuff that, that, Okay, I don't I'm not going to buy into what I was told. Yeah. You're going to fracture your your entire belief system. Yeah. Just like if if aliens or and other beings are real, which I, I'm kind of a believer in, I don't think God would create just us. Mm -hmm. That's just me. If they turn out to be real, it crushes everyone's fucking belief system and yep. and it could even crush even religion to an extent but I, I don't think it would because like i said i believe god created many other things you know what i mean if space or yeah. dimensions however you want to put it in what box you want to put it in but the fact um, we sit here and we look at what we have just been going through it's so fucking laughable like it really is like wow, we, we we how did how did we fucking bite or, or we we a fucking carp at the bottom of a fucking river that just yeah bites on the first thing that oh food that's exactly what it is that's exactly what it is dude so the picture I'm showing right here on screen um <laughs> so obviously I'm I don't if you if your listeners don't know. Um, ours, our listeners do that. I'm, I'm writing a, a book about flat earth. I'm almost done with it. It's going to be done this year. Um, but this is a, a, in the chapter that I was talking about Tycho, right? 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I did this from my area because this is where I live, so it's directly relatable to me. But this is from Google Earth, right? Now, on the left, you see Kansas City. That's where I'm at. Now, right I'm, I'm going to give you just a little pushback. Okay. And it's not me pushing back, but sure. this was a comment that was left on my YouTube mm-hmm. from a guest that I had on that did Lines of Destiny. and. Okay. It's a three and a half hour documentary, basically. Yeah. Highly suggest you check it out. But he uses Google Maps and this and that. And someone commented, well, it's a shame that he's using uh, perceived uh, measurements that we're told are accurate today. And it's like, okay, all right. Sorry, we're using tools that we have. I don't, I don't know exactly what he means by that. I, I, I don't either. I didn't reply. I don't reply to any of my YouTube comments, but that's just me. <laughs> that's all right, though. Yeah. Well, so check this out. This 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 fit this photo that I'm showing here, and I'll I'll get to Google Earth because Google Earth is not a satellite. Google no. Earth is a high altitude airplane. It's a and that's actually where Hubble is. It's aboard a seven forty seven. Google also um, uses high altitude weather balloons. Uh, NASA is the number one biggest consumer of helium. Right, that remember that Chinese satellite? Oh, was, Chinese spy balloon. Yeah, spy balloon. No, it's a fucking satellite. That's what they are. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I don't think we're supposed to see that. So they spun it as like fucking China's. They'll take on pichos. Oh, and then they they respun it to say, oh my god, they actually did get information from our military bases. Now you have to be worried. See, we told you. Yeah, dude, we said that on our show. <laughs> we said that on our show, and we were talking about um that very thing and i was like i believe we all had a little bit different opinions about it but i was like i believe that they're just spinning the narrative because they're trying to push a war with russia which then would lead to war with china and they're trying to take over taiwan and all this stuff about we have to point the blame to china and it was so funny to me when that happened because um drew from missing the point podcast shout out mess- yeah messaged us and was like small flat earth confirmation for me right here because Boya had texted me right when it happened, and he goes, why wouldn't China just send up a satellite? And I was like, I know, right? Why would you put it on a fucking balloon? Right. And they'll be like, oh, satellites don't work that way. Well, apparently that's what, what Google Earth uses. Uh-huh. So why wouldn't it work that way? Which any <laughs> coined the term satellites. Yeah, exactly. So this photo that I'm showing right here, right, is the distance from Kansas City just just outside of Higginsville, which is about 53 miles. It was kind of hard to get it exactly 50 miles, right? Mm-hmm. That is a span of 53 miles. And then I zoomed out as far as I could go on Google Earth, which is about 100 miles, give or take. That's not even a tenth of how far they say the moon is from the Earth, Right? Mm-hmm. And this line, obviously it's yellow, so you can see it, but if I didn't have it dragged, is the same width that they're telling us Tycho is on the moon that you can see with your naked eye. And I'm not even a tenth of the way, and these are just fucking specs, right? Yeah. So times that by 100, times that by 100, times that by 100. It's physically impossible. So here's so here's my my... Uh, hypothesis on that either they're lying about how far away the moon is 
or they're lying about the size of Tycho. It's 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 one or the other, or it because, could be both, or it could be both, right? And when you start looking at it like this, you'll start to understand why I think so many people in our community were calling bullshit on COVID from day one. And I think it's without even them like looking at NASA or the moon landing or flat earth or anything like that, because you'd be like, when you say trust the science, the, 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 the definition of science is cause and effect relationship. So what the fuck do you mean when you say trust the science, trust cause and effect? Yeah. What do you, what do you, what does that mean? What are you talking about? But people, you know, were championing that shit when this was all going on. And I'm like, you guys don't even know what you're saying. Because it's, it like coherently doesn't even make sense what you're no, saying. You just repeat the, the fucking regurgitated shit that they eat. Yeah. Well, and it's, dude, when you start looking into this, and you, especially if you look at the science, you're like, nothing actually proves anything of what they say. And, and NASA's come up with a new one. Well, it's not new. It was actually discovered in 1933. The problem that astronomy and astrologists are having right now is having to how having to explain certain things like in their model i think it's uh god damn it i forget what it's called one of the planets goes the wrong way right in the orbit it's going the wrong way so they had to come up with something to explain it relativity comes in up with something so it doesn't crash right yeah exactly so they they come up with something and then um and then they come up with something else, and they come up with something else, and come up with something else, and then they get to dark matter. Dark matter was supposedly first observed in 1933. It's never been tested. It's never been captured. It's never been observed. But they say that our math says that all these things that we're saying is happening can't happen if it's not there, so it must be there. Uh, this is that i mean that shit is does that not sound fucking retarded to you yeah and i am half retarded yeah like you're talking to some dumb guys tonight and we're even saying Mm-mm, i don't think so now you're tarred down on us guys come on yeah we got rainbow fucking queefs happening from the lander launching from the moon you got nixon <laughs> calling from a landline they the telemetry data from the supposed landings they recorded over it Oops. What do you mean you rec- like I understand like recording over because c- this happened in the 90s quite often you're recording over uh you know my sister's tap dancing recital because major pain came on and we didn't have a blank VHS at the time so we recorded over some shit. I get that. But like if you have the data that shows mathematically how we can achieve what we just did again and maybe improve on that. They're like, no, we fucking lost it, dude. Yeah. That doesn't happen. Government. Governments yeah. don't do that shit. You know what I mean? Like why, or, or even scientists for that matter, that you're not going to record over your, your, your evidence that supposedly proves everything that you did and every step that you got to your answer. No, I mean yeah. that every scientist put that in quotes they they document everything and that's their golden gem yeah yeah you're doing trump hands okay 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 Okay. so 
just to wrap up this point, and I don't know how far you want to go tonight, but uh, telemetry is defined as the collection of measurements or other data at remote points and their automatic transmission to receiving equipment, telecommunication for monitoring. So that means the telemetry data from the moon mission is shooting out measurements, data points, whatever it may be, hitting a receiver and coming back. And you're getting readings. Based on those readings, you could say, uh, at this time, we were at this speed, at this altitude, at this access, right? These are all important things to do, to know, so you can not only mimic the success, but improve on it. And they said, fuck. Bobby's World was on, and I recorded over it. <laughs> Love Bobby's World, by the way. Hey. Yeah, uh, he did three voices and he had one fucking job. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to remember who Howie Mandel. Howie I don't Mandel. Know, did you ever watch his? Uh, I want to say late '90s uh, stand-up routine. Yeah, where he described doing Bobby's World, Gizmo the Gremlin, and one of the Muppet Babies. He was um. Baby shit, Gonzo? I can't remember because he told this story on another podcast too, but he was talking about um, the three voices, Gizmo, Bobby, and then... Uh, Welcome to one Bobby's of... World. Yeah, that's pretty close, man. That's I, pretty good. I, you know, thank you. <laughs> I, uh, Dude, I, you know what's so funny is, because I've always said this on the show, like I live, I live vicariously in the 90s, and I have still some Bobby's World VHSs like oh, from shit. when I was a kid. And so I have them up in my son's closet right now. And I got a VCR and I'm like, dude, get ready. Because this was peak entertainment. Hell yeah. When the world made sense. Before it went to hell in a handbasket. Yeah. Can we touch on the Challenger real quick before we... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, the Challenger. Um, So just because I, I probably... I can't remember their names off the top of my head. No, but... I can't either. Um, but I'll go ahead and pull it up. I remember watching it in school. So here's the weird thing. And this will, it's going to sound crazy, probably not to your audience. Right. But, um, this plays a part into the Mandela effect because I remember watching the challenger disaster on the news. We were in the living room at my parents' house where they live now. Okay? Mm -hmm. I remember it. Now, Chris and Boya say they remember it watching it in school. Right? When they wheeled the TV screen in to watch the mission launch, and then it blew up, right? Um, It's a Mandela effect because I was not alive when this happened. I was but just going to say, you're but a I, lot younger than me. I'm like, yeah, no, you remember yeah. that? I was born in 89, right? So this happened four years uh no three years prior to my birth but i remember watching i remember my mom running out she's watching it we were talking about it mandela effect i don't know it's all fucked up mm -hmm. or you're one of those rare people that can remember their birth uh yeah yeah there's an interesting thing that um when we had nathaniel gillis on our show the demonologist religious demonologist he said a rabbi had gave him this um 
he was listening to a speech this rabbi gave one time, and the rabbi was saying the reason we celebrate children so much is because they were just with the creator. And they still have a connection to the past, mm -hmm. right? They can still see the world that we, because we're so polluted by our world, can still see. <laughs> and I know for a fact my son can see shit. Of course, he's also... Um, yeah, you've talked about it a couple times on your show. Yeah, not vaccinated, all that stuff. Eats a, eats a fucking super clean diet, super healthy kid. Um, but uh, I don't know. Maybe he can still see some stuff, you know? I, I, I'm, I'm like looking more into that stuff because I think it's just so fascinating. Whether it's true or not is, I think, is kind of irrelevant, but it just kind of opens your mind up a little bit more to, you know, observe some interesting things. But, um, oh, yeah, text my wife here. Um, so the Challenger disaster, right? 1986. Don't text me. Text yeah, I totally accidentally <laughs> texted Ghost earlier. I was like, hey, babe, we're about to start. I put the load in the laundry and she's, and then Ghost is like, what do you say? It's like thanks. Uh, thank, uh, th thank you, love muffin. <laughs> thank you, love muffin. That was funny. And I was like, damn it, I've done that. I've done that to my foreman too one time. Oh. Um. So, anyways, yeah, Challenger disaster, and 1986. This is live on television, right? These motherfuckers were going to the moon. Okay, so it takes off, blows up, live on TV. And obviously, I can't say that the astronauts didn't die. They have to say that all of them died. Right. Right. So um, you had uh, Krista McLaughlin, which she was a big one because she, I, I believe she was the teacher. Yes. But you had this, the, the whole crew here. You had Francis Dick Scobie, uh, Michael Smith, Mission Specialist, Ellison Onizuka, Judith Resnick, uh, Ronald McNair, and Hughes aircraft engineer Gregory Jarvis. So this is what's interesting about the Challenger disaster is some people started asking questions about it. And it turns out that there is admitted now multiple sets of twins mm -hmm. that were on that mission itself. Um, and some of them appear to be still alive um but didn't even like change their name no so i'm just trying to find here where i had it um the 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 funny thing is someone was going around interviewing some of these people yeah and the 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 response that they get it it's like almost pro programmed but yet it's so programmed to the point where you're like, that's bullshit. Like, how, A, how, how did almost every astronaut have a twin? And B, I don't know. It, 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 it's another one of those, here, here's the science, trust it. Yeah, 100%, dude. Yeah, I'm pull I just got to it here about the Challenger disaster. What are you drinking? This here is um it's a beer called Operation Yoga Pants. Oh. Um it's brewed by Martin City. Uh it's about five percent, but it's gluten free. Nice. Here's what I enjoy about uh gluten free beer is I don't get phlegm afterwards. <clears throat> like any other beer I drink, I'll get a tremendous amount of phlegm. 
Well, you, you have a gluten allergy, don't you? Uh, dude, I, I the less gluten I eat, the better I feel. So yeah. I'm not like, uh, I don't have celiac disease, but cutting out gluten has eliminated a lot of other like allergies and itchy throats and all that stuff. Sinus yeah. infections, I don't get those anymore. And um, are you, is it lactose that you have a problem with as well? No, so it's... So I'm not lactose intolerant. I'm anaphylaxic to shop. To, That's right. To dairy, yeah. Because you could eat, you can eat like uh, uh, dairy from like Ireland and and stuff. Over yeah, there. yeah. I told that talking about that, and you were like, well, maybe it could be, maybe it's the steroids or whatever. Yeah, it's the antibiotics because I'm allergic to, um, let's see, uh, biaxin, seclor, suprax, sulfa, augmentin. Um, all cylinders, um, a couple others, but they're all anaphylaxic. So all the most, like the major antibiotics, I am all anaphylaxis too. I can only have erythromycin and Zithromax or Zithromycin um, for antibiotics. Z-Pak or Zithromax has been linked recently linked to heart disease. Oh, nice, nice. So as soon as I found that out, I was like, I don't ever want to take that again. And erythromycin is the safest one. No antibiotic is really safe, but it's the safest one because the most common side effect is just an upset stomach. Okay. It's probably burning holes in your stomach. That's probably why it hurts. But um, anyways, so yeah, I told that story on um, Elle's show, um, Speed Bumps. And she had reached out to me because she heard that on Ryan's show. Mm -hmm. And when I met Gordo in Ireland... He was the one that suggested, he's like, is it possible that you're actually just allergic to the antibiotics that they give the animals versus their, their dairy byproducts? And I was like, well, that makes sense now that I've had actual butter from Irish cows that they cannot vaccinate and it nothing, it doesn't, I just had some tonight. Like enough, there's no effect at all. But about six months ago, my wife accidentally made some cookies that had some fucking buttermilk in it. I ate it one night started going into anaphylaxic. And so I was assuming that, uh, well, I'm definitely not allergic to it anymore because I was going into a reaction that night, but there's must be a difference in the byproduct specifically because of what was given to the animal. Yep. Now, if you vaccinate an animal, their dairy byproducts, it cultures differently than like meat does. Like it stays more active in fluid than it does in muscle. Well, well, think about think about when a woman has given birth and is breastfeeding. Anything mm -hmm. she eats is going right out through her milk. And right, exactly. So if it's onions and and the baby's sitting there and all of a sudden, oh my god, they you know they they don't have a good reaction to to onions. You know, it's going to upset your stomach or whatever. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It's no different. Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing. So. That's uh, I don't. How do we get to that? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. You you're on with ghost. That's yeah. Just, <laughs> it popped up. But it, <laughs> it just popped up. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. If any. By the way, if anybody's interested in in more on that topic, like just feel free to DMs or email us or something like that. Because some people have reached out since then and been like, man, I, like I've had the similar problems. Like, I'd love to have the conversation about it. You know. So um, but anyway, challenger. Okay, so it was 1986, January 28th. Is that at approximately forty six thousand feet before it exploded? It was live on air. Um, I mentioned all the satellites. 
or uh, the satellites, all the astronauts' names. Okay, so to date, right, Gregory Jarvis is the one and only one of the seven crew that like never reappeared. Everyone else either reappeared, didn't change their name, whatever. So you have the captain, Frank Dick Scobie, who just goes now by Dick Scobie and is the CEO of a company. Uh, Krista McAuflin or McAul- McAuliffe, however the fuck you say his name, goes by her first name, Sharon McAuliffe, and is a law professor at Syracuse University. Um, she was u- While she was employed with NASA, she was using her middle name. Mm. Right. So her real name is Sharon Krista McAuliffe. Would have been better if her last name was Peters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Krista, uh, so, that was, so that was her middle name. Judy Resnick was mission specialist, didn't even bother to change her name, and teaches law at Yale. The pilot, Michael Smith, also didn't have the gall to change his name and is a law professor at the University of Wisconsin. Mission specialist Ronald McNair has an identical twin brother by the name of Carl McNair. And then uh, Carl, uh, Carl actually operates his own foundation, uh, raising money to the exploration whatever of space in honor of his brother who died on the shuttle. So, right. Uh, the, uh, what's the guy's, uh, Ellison, Oz- on- Ellison Onizuka, also, holy Santa Claus shit, has an identical twin brother named Claude Onizuka. So if I were to pull up an image right now. So you're going to give an Asian last name a Claude would be more of what a Austrian name? Yeah, like super as white name. Yeah. If I tie, I wonder if I could pull up a picture of all of them side by side. Hot dog. There it is. Okay, let me sh- let me zoom in and share this. And I guess I, I probably this will probably be the nail in the coffin, in my opinion, for the challenger. Okay, it's kind of blurry. There's the seven members. Picture on the top left, Onizuka, him and his twin brother. Damn, they look exactly like well, they're twins. So. <laughs> Right, so this is McAuliffe, same fucking name, damn near close. Uh, at the bottom, you have Scobie, same looking dude. Yep. Right down here, um, oh, I can't read his name. You got the le- the right lazy eye. Dude's got a lazy eye. Send him to someone with a lazy eye in his face. Probably not a good, good move there. No. There's McNeil. Oh, he almost has the sloth from Goonies look. Hey, you guys. All right, there's McNeil, who is a twin, mm. just like her. And there's Miss Resnick. Got hot damn. Let me see if I can find a better image. Um, and It's not so small. Oh, you know what? Let me set my preferences to um, larger, all sizes. Larger. Oh, how's that one look? That one looks good. That one's a lot better. Bro, I mean, <laughs> Captain Lazy Eye. Yeah. 
the, look at dick dick is the one that keeps getting confronted a lot from yeah in the back here let's look at let me move my little window here so i can see and there's resnick on the top right so the dude and the yeah. dude that doesn't hasn't resurfaced i i think he i think he was schwacked could have been i think he was talking about talking because I think what happened with the Challenger, it was not supposed to explode. Something happened with the rocket when it took off. It exploded. It didn't have anybody in it. And they went, fuck. Either we literally have to kill seven people to cover up this story. Or just we, we come up with an alternative narrative to continue it. Like they had to have a reason to explain what happened. And... Very easily, those people could have been like paid paid a, a handsome amount, and they could have said, "Hey, um, here's this amount of money. Use your middle name, go off into the world. No one will ever be the wiser." Yep, and then go be uh, a college professor somewhere. Or yeah, they're, they're all so so. None of these people, by the way, are like down on their luck. No, no. you know, they're all like law professors or CEOs or multimillionaires. I, they're not like bagging groceries, you know what I mean? Because they were so distraught at their family member, they just never get back into uh, schooling or searching for the universe's answers because they were so upset about their sibling passing. Yeah, or or justice for that, you know what I mean? Like, oh my God, you know, come on, let's sue NASA. Like, yeah, nothing. They're like, it was all for science. It was all for cause and effect. Don't worry. <laughs> Part of the uh, the whole uh, gotta put some trauma in front of some kids. And see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hundred percent, man. So again, to wrap it up, I guess, for the moon landing, it did not happen. I think it can't happen. And of course, uh, they're supposed to go back this year with Artemis. Turns out Artemis keeps having some some bumps in the road. But they'll probably delay it for a couple more years. Oh yeah. Okay. So that. he's show you some more like fucking CGI images of what homes on, on Mars could look like in 2032. Just with, wait with shit. Uh, resourced from Mars and the moon. All that dust is going to create all your buildings. We inhabit the earth with these people. It's just terrifying. I know <laughs> it's like, why, why, why did all, I don't, well, fuck it. I'm behind a paywall. Why, why didn't the fucking vaccine kill, kill these stupid fucks? Oh, they didn't take it. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> they were giving it to the wrong demographic. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, you know, all those people are on your side, right? Yeah. Take this vaccine. It'll make you gug a booster every three months and you'll be fine. And, uh. Why are you talking like that? Because I got the booster. Oh, these fucking people. Yeah. Well, they do. Thank you for your time. Plug your show, all your shows, your website, your merch, anything that you want to plug. And uh, do not ever get in a meme war with Big Country because he'll whoop your ass. That's so false. <laughs> so false. 
uh yeah man thanks for having me this is a lot of fun this is i think this oh, is yeah. a great conversation hopefully some people learn some things tonight i know i did oh great i learned you're a great person and a wonderful <laughs> host oh, hold on let me put the heart up oh that's not an illuminati thing no one clip this because yeah. i'm covering an eye we can, oh, I'm we can touch <laughs> someone's gonna be like see i fucking knew it Oh, I, I actually had to put a disclaimer out there because every now and again, I'll wear my ball hat, ball hat like yours or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And the way it was, the way I was sitting and what have you, it would cover one of my eyes if I was looking up at the camera and, and just sitting here talking. And I'm like, look, guys, I'm not purposely <laughs> trying to cover an eye, an eye. And it's it's already bad that, uh, you know, I have nine eyes behind me looking at you. So. Right. Yeah. It's only a matter of time before you're labeled a, sh a shill or something oh, like yeah. that. And I can't wait. Yeah. So anyways, uh, Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracy Podcast is the name of the show. Um, we're on pretty much all podcasting platforms. We do uh, two live shows a week, come out with a regular show. Uh, we're starting another show this month called What If. It's like under the umbrella of the WBC universe. Uh, we do Whiskey Wednesdays, Flat Earth Fridays. Those are always free. We just launched a new website, wbctavern.com. That's where you'll find all of our paid uh, portions of the show. Um, you get early access to the main show, special discounts on merchandise that only you can buy as a member, um, Discord roles, exclusive lives. Uh, we're going to start up a video game tournament coming soon. So kind of doing some fun things over there. And uh, it's five bucks. It'll always be five bucks. There's one tier. You get everything. It'll never go up, never go down. Um, and uh, we have another website, wbconspiracies.com. That's just an update on the show. And we have all of our affiliates there. We got some some stuff with Dr. Cowan and Longevity and Mudwater, if you want a coffee alternative. So pretty much anything you're looking for, we got it. So, um, yeah. But, uh, thanks again, man, for having me on. This is great. No, no, thank you. Uh Always great talking with you. I love when you come on the tavern. I love when you call into to cunt and <laughs> yeah. it, it, it it's always a good time and no no shortage of conversations. And to go to the callback, uh, we got on the gluten thing um, because I asked you what beer you were drinking. Yeah, that's you what know? it was. That's what it was. It I didn't yeah. on me until I saw you take a drink again, and I was just like, oh, that's what that's what got us off on it. I gluten see shiny pain, objects. Yeah. And and I chase them. It's like a squirrel. <laughs> so to my audience, thank you for tuning in once again to another fun episode of M3E. And I always think for yourself. <laughs>